0: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Jeremy Parsons grew up in San Antonio, Texas, being immersed in the sounds of Texas music and dance halls of the Lone Star State. He taught himself how to play guitar and soon after began to write and perform music. After spending 10 years in Nashville, he's returned to Texas and launching his third record, Things to Come. Jeremy joins us on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about life in Nashville and Texas and the future of his new music. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me.
0: Glad to have you here with us today. In uh, the beginning of this new year, we are talking to you. I believe, in Texas.
1: That's right, San Antonio, Texas, Southwest Texas, a- A.K.A. Northern Northern Mexico, okay. whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that's uh, originally home for you, and then you took off for a while. Do I understand that right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I went to a Nashville for ten years. I, I waited till I turned uh, twenty-one. Because it's you know, it's a, a, a town that's made predominantly out of bars. Right. What you're gonna do, you know, before you're 21. Yeah. So I I, I I checked up there when I was 21. Spent 10 years in the town. Uh, had a lot of musical and and just regular normal human growth and that's, It'll always be home, you know. places you go to like that and
0: sure, yeah. kind of
1: find yourself and figure it all out. But it's it's a cool place. But it's you know when it's when it's time, it's time, and you got to be honest with yourself about that. And that's uh, always one of the cool things about being from Texas is that you know if you go to another city to try music, you can always come home and do the same thing you've been doing. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's cool. So I I was reading through um, some of your uh, bio and press notes, and it. Uh, s- Sounded like you kind of came to music a little bit later than the typical five-year-old piano, guitar lessons. Kind of grew up with it. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you could still find like five-year-old, uh, maybe toddler pictures of me holding like a microphone into one of those like uh, cassette tape recording machines yeah. or something. But it, it <laughs> everyone's got those everywhere. Sure. In, the, in the blackmail file somewhere, you know. But the uh,
0: the wedding photos, uh, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Those ones that uh, that scrapbook that mom gets out every time someone you don't want to show comes up. Yeah,
0: right, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I was about seventeen. I was in high school, and um, I I always loved sports, but I I came to a point where my coach and I didn't agree, and like I'm I I do things because I enjoy doing them, so. I just, I kind of was like, all right, well, after school sports isn't a thing anymore. I kind of walked off all that, and I was like, all right, what's my new hobby? Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, my uh, my parents tried to, you know, I'll, I had a buddy that, in the neighborhood that was taking piano lessons, another one that was doing fishing, fishing lessons and stuff like that. And my parents tried to buy me this, like, starter guitar and get me into that. But when I was a kid, I was such a... Uh, I'm, I'm from the outdoor generation where yeah. it was like, you know, we w- we were segwaying into video games, but like I preferred to be out in the woods behind my house pretending I was something in somewhere else. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so I, I
1: uh it, it didn't really take because unfortunately, you know, when you're a kid taking guitar lessons re- re- requires a lot of sitting down. Right. So <laughs> right. it, did, it didn't work for me. So I, I found that a, the guitar sitting around my house. when I was seventeen, and I was like, "Oh well, let's let's give this a shot." And um, it was just the right time because I, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, got extremely addicted to it. Like I, I would, I would literally come home from school, uh, forgot that. I had just got home from school and the only world that existed was playing that guitar or figuring out or getting ah, cool. past the point where my, my fingers were hurting, uh-huh. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. So self-taught then, no additional music lessons to go along with that.
1: Right, yeah. Well, I mean, these days it's so... I mean, you can do that with the internet and stuff. Sure. There's YouTube videos and it's, you know, you just watch how someone does it. Now, I, I prefer the... When I stumble upon a guitar player or, or anyone in in that, like an instrument that's self-taught, it's always so uniquely them. Right. And I, I really dig that. Like you can tell that their personality came out in yeah. trying to find that specific sound. It's yeah, really, really yeah, cool. That's a
0: good point, yeah. So when when did it move from, hey, this is kind of cool, to I can maybe do something with this?
1: Yeah, well, that's what's cool. Looking back is like when you try to think of that stuff. It's like this perfect domino effect that if you had tried to set it up in such a way, you would have probably failed. That's yeah. just the way that always works. Right, you know? right. <laughs> but it, it, I, I went from that, and I, I would say it's probably six to eight months. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try like singing. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling bold and brave in my, in my bedroom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and then. A project came along in school, I think senior year, and and I, uh, I, w- I was I, I, w- I had this uh, this method where I would go around the house and just complain about the fact that I had to do it, yeah. and then I would knock it out. That okay. was part of my process. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to vent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, my my dad, I was really struggling with an English project, and he was like, "Well, you've really been into music and playing the guitar lately." He was like, "Why don't you try to write?" a song based around the project, like give you kind of the structured outline of the project. And I was like, you know what? That's that's a good idea. Just let me finish complaining about it, and maybe I'll do that. (laughs) Uh, So so I did, and uh, that was the segue into like, oh, wow, I have weirdly a natural understanding of song structure.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: Um, and so that dominoed into I just I was like okay well I'll try this a few more times and see if it takes and from then on like I would I would sit down and write like maybe ten songs a week wow yeah yeah it was it was it became like a deal for a while I was known as the guy that could write you a song in twenty minutes if you <laughs> needed it that's cool. Uh but yeah, yeah, and, and and so from then on, of course, it was like, hey, why don't you know? I'm feeling even more bold. Maybe I'll take this out of my bedroom and see if I, you know, find an open night writers, uh, uh, yeah, open okay. mic writers night type thing. And uh, I went, and I was like, you know, it's you're nervous. I was like, if, if you know, if they don't, if they don't like me, it's a sign. And I got up there, I played one song. They were like, hey, you should play another. And yeah, I played another yeah. song. They were like, hey, you should play another. And they hadn't done that with anyone else that night, so I was like, there might be something too, yeah, yeah, and and so I kept going back, and they kept asking me to go back and like just the natural segue of like someone hearing me and being like, "Hey, we want you to play our event and just the domino effect, and yeah. I was like, i by the time I looked up and saw what was happening, I was already completely infatuated with it, and i I didn't want to do anything else yeah. and i have not been able to stop since I, I absolutely love it
0: so there was a moment then I guess it sounds like where you realized not only is this something I can do I'm good at I enjoy it I can maybe even make money at it and call this a career right is that can you can you recall that
1: yeah it, it was it was the it was probably the first time I got paid like yeah. I was like <laughs> I, you know it's like someone hands you the money and they didn't discuss it with me it was kind of like just a tip, because they they wanted to get me there to do that, but they probably knew just by like the way, like I, I I didn't even think about it. Like I was having so much fun doing that that I was like, you know, I, I didn't. It's I should have to pay you for this field, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like that. It's it's something that you you you'll never get from a drug when you find that that thing, right? That is 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 what you. As soon as you step into it, you're like, "I'm supposed to be doing this."
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and, and and when that all clicks for you, and you're able to accept that for yourself, it's really wonderful. Like it's a certain type of peace. Like if a bomb landed on you right there, you would be like, "Well, I figured it out." Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: because that's like you are you are you in that moment, and you're just growing from that point, and and it, it's just. But like I said, it's a you just know like yeah. it's that one thing when you know when you know you know right, and right, uh, right, yeah. it's just been this thing that's constantly been like affirmed for me as I've progressed in my career and life that I'm like, well, you know if, if I'm supposed to stop, I'm supposed to stop, like, hey, hey, universe, send a sign or whatever, and then you know something comes up, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll keep doing this, yeah. you know yeah. because, i like I tell people at a certain point like. When you when you release music uh, to to the world or community in general, like you, you're writing personal stuff about your life, and it, it's it's about you when you're creating in that moment. But as soon as it leaves you and hits another person's ears, it's about them. Yeah. Like it's their song. Yeah, you're definitely. doing it for them, and as and as long as they want to hear you, it's your job to keep providing for them uh-huh. because it's like it's us we're kind of writing about the human experience sure. anyway yeah, yeah yeah
0: at what point did you or what what drew you to the decision to go from texas to nashville
1: uh, it was so i, I looked at the uh, <laughs> i'm very kind of like overly methodical and, and oh, i just overthink stuff that's a layman's let's put it let's i think say that's it a like human
0: condition <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely Mine, mine operates in a way that I, I have to, it takes me time to, um, you know, when you, before you go to bed at night, you shut down a computer properly. Uh, I have to go through the same steps with my brain. I have to kind of, we, we have to knock myself out for, for lack of a better term, yeah. <laughs> because it's, uh, I can't, I can't stop doing it. Yeah. Uh, which comes in great for songwriting because I won't leave a song until I feel like, you know it's it's grammatically correct or like I, I haven't been redundant in a certain way or mm-hmm. anything. It mm-hmm. it helps in that sense and it also drives me crazy, but you know, double edged sword. Right. Um but but I, I looked looked at it and I was like, listen, okay, so everyone goes to Austin first usually. Mm-hmm. They spend about five to ten years there and then they go to Nashville anyway. <laughs> So that's, I was like, you know, why don't I, why don't I skip the five to ten years? Right. In yeah, absolutely. I was like, I'll just do the ten years in Nashville first, and if that doesn't work out, I can come back and do the Austin thing.
0: There you go, do it backwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it's closer to home anyway. It sure. makes the most sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's 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 my reasoning for that. And I I knew like one person when I went up there, but like I said, when when you uh. When you're in the right place, like something happens that solidifies that you're supposed to be there.
0: Right. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview.
1: My first three months in Nashville, I, I was at a house party. And I got a, uh, I, I was playing a song that I had just written. And, and these guys walked up to me and like, hey, we're a uh, like pretty well-known bluegrass band. And we, we want to cut that song. And oh, like sweet. I was, I was, yeah. yeah, I was green and young in Nashville, and I was like, I literally just laughed, like I didn't know. <laughs> I thought they were messing with me. Oh, I was okay. like, Oh yeah, <laughs> you're messing with the, you're messing with the new guy. The yeah, goes. Yeah, I've been, I've been to school. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the, <laughs> but they, and then so I got a call the next day from a, a, a friend at that party who knew that guy, and he was like, Dude, what are you doing? Like Jamie said that you laughed at him, and I was like. I didn't know what to do. I, was, was he serious? And he goes, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay." And so they took me backstage at the Grand Ole Opry wow. that next weekend. <laughs> it was a it was a bluegrass band called the Grasshoppers. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Love yeah, those guys. So, yeah. So yeah, they cut my song uh, "Out Comes the Sun" on their record uh, the famous Lefty Flint.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah, I think it's like track four or five on that record. Yeah. But it, it was a uh, it was so cool, and that was the. Uh, They they took me backstage, and uh, the lead singer goes, Hey, hold on just one second. I'm going to go get somebody, but tune my guitar. I want you to play that song. And he brings little Jimmy Dickens into the room. sweet, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I played the song, and, uh, you know, we did the photo op and stuff, and this little Jimmy was leaving the room. He pulled Jamie, the lead singer, to the side, and he goes, If you don't cut that song, you're a complete moron. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's cool. And then... then, uh, Yeah, it was awesome, and so it's stuff like that that you're like, okay, I feel like I might be in the right place. Yeah, for sure. Like, three months in town to say that I had a cut, which, you know, from then on, like it goes back to the domino effect, like, that uh, publicity and everything that that came with that led me to cut my first record, and then I I was able to go to Norway off that record, like, traveled around the country, did, did just a lot of fun and cool stuff. Yeah. It'll be my third. So third. I have three. I have three records. Three at this records. Point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that first one I I coasted on for probably like four or five years, uh, which is longer than I recommend any artist coast on a record. But <laughs> it was working, man. You know, yeah, if it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Um. So the the new one. So as we're speaking, it's Thursday, January seventh. The new one's gonna come out Friday, January eighth um and that is things i need to say is that right
1: uh things i need to say is, was the uh the last record okay. so this one is things to come so things yeah to come. I'm, okay. I'm i'm, I'm a, yeah i guess the, the next one would be things that i didn't thing the first two things or <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah
0: so so um things to things to come is the record that comes out uh the collection of songs that are on that, did you write those specifically for this record or uh, were those some of the ones you've been collecting along the way? How did that process of putting the music together for this come about for you?
1: Uh, I, I usually just uh, write in the moment. I'm, I'm usually trying to get something out. That's a, a, the joke with with my friend group is that I will talk, as you, as you can tell from, <laughs> from this conversation, that I will talk in, you know paragraph upon paragraph of uh, of things and 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 not really get to the point till the very end of the conversation <laughs> uh but with but with music for some reason it is always direct hmm. and and like it's so precise like i i don't know whatever part of my brain that comes from it 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 knows what it's doing so i let it do it and and it's it's usually necessary for me. It's almost like a, a coping mechanism or musical therapy is another great way to put it. I've, I've heard multiple. Yeah. I don't think that's my own creation, but I, I love stealing that from people because it, it does just say it so perfectly. Yeah. Um. But it, it's it, for me, I'm, I'm writing through an emotion or, or, or okay. coping through something. It's, it's always that for me. Uh, very rarely do I sit down and uh, unless it's a themed project, which... I don't always do, like it's come up every once in a while and I've hel- helped people write those, but usually I'm just writing um, for and through the moment and, and I, I kind of, every time I make a record, I go and uh, I, I'll, I'll do it at live shows, like while I'm while I'm traveling and touring and everything, I'll, I'll kind of pick my favorite songs that I enjoy playing at the moment because mm, okay. I think that, that really sells it in my mind is like oh my you can tell that yeah you can tell when a singer doesn't really connect with the song that they're singing you're like a label has forced them to cut the song because they're like this has yeah this has commercial mainstay quality
0: yeah
1: uh but for me it's about like i I like watching the singer really express like the emotion that's there and capture that emotion like you can hear it on the track so i want to make sure that i have that you know familiarity and connection with all those songs and that everyone else can hear that as well mm-hmm. uh so so for me i always describe it as my my greatest hits of the moment okay so to speak.
0: that's cool <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> what what brought you back to texas
1: it well it was it, it's interesting because you know obviously we're, we're we're talking still in the midst of a, a covid pandemic and everything it's um
0: so this is a very uh, recent return then is that right
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it, it, what's interesting about it is, is uh, so, uh, 2019, I almost said last year, but it's already 2021.
0: Look at
1: I that. know. Uh, is it? <laughs> I don't people, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all those people out there uh, signing checks, don't forget to put that one after the two. Right. <laughs> uh, but the... Uh, it, so, in 2019, I was I was traveling back to Texas a lot to do shows with a couple friends. We just had this idea. It's like a, Nashville is a town where, like, you can create music in it, but unless you're playing downtown, there's really not a lot of spots to go to do your thing. Hmm. You usually have to go outside of the city. Yeah. Um, unless you're doing a writer's night or something, which is fine, but uh, it can get kind of like... Um, you can you can get kind of antsy if if you're if you're used like if you're a road warrior. Right. Um but it's it's so we we started coming back just to kind of feed our souls, get out of Nashville a little bit, and every time we came back to Texas, I was like I'm, you know, I've been in Nashville like, you know, 8 9 years at this point, like I I it, it's weird, but every time I'm come back to Texas, I was telling my friends, I was like I feel like I'm supposed to be here. Hmm. Uh, and I'm always I've always been one that kind of goes with my gut feeling, mm-hmm. and you know, if, if you deny that, you kind of there's there's kind of a negative repercussions for stuff like that sure. that yeah. comes back and affects your life and yeah. career. Um, and and so it, it just got like heavier and heavier every time we came back, and we went back to Texas like three or four times that year, and I was in a very like happy relationship with, with my girlfriend, and you know, we had a place in east nashville a couple cats like you know living the dream uh so, so it, it was it, it was one of those things where i was like man this is this is tough like i because my every time i'm back i see my dad and he's 74 now there's a lot of things that i are important to me that i want to spend time with
0: yeah
1: uh so december came and my girlfriend and i had a conversation and and I can't remember exactly how it went down, but we landed on like, it was like, hey, you need to be back in Texas. I was like, I need to be back in Texas. And it was, uh, we had a very mutual breakup. Like, we're still best friends. And, and I moved back to Texas in, uh, December. Uh, you know, no, no idea, obviously, that, you know, the upcoming pandemic would, would hit every, like, hit us all so hard and right. shows would be canceled. But the timing was just weirdly perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I, I came back in December, January, February, a little bit of March, like played shows, uh, you know, everything was going perfect, exactly how I thought it would. But it, it was, it was just a timing thing. Like I spent 10 years in Nashville and played Broadway. I, I did almost everything I, I, I feel that, um, one could possibly do in that town. I made a record, made two records or three records, I guess, um. Uh, got a cut, you know, did did the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, backstage, Grand Ole Opry, like, had all these cool stories, and it was just time to start a new story, start a new chapter, and so I, I just followed that lead, followed that feeling, and uh, it turns out it, it put me in a, in a fairly, uh, it really survivable place for, for the... the The pandemic sure and uh you know when all the doors open back up i'm I'm in the exact same spot i was and and ready to go out there and start busting it and doing shows and everything so
0: yeah
1: it it, it was just an undeniable feeling and i you know honestly you know there's time you can't get back with people and i've I've really enjoyed being able to spend all this time with my father because he is he is a uh, he's involved in so many stories with my life as far as like my my, my discovery of, of me doing music story, mm-hmm. he, is, yeah. he is right there in almost all of those. Yeah, He's always been awesome. in my corner. so yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Cool. So the new record, again, is things to come officially out tomorrow as we speak. Um, I, uh, all of the outlets, will it'll be available. How can people find that, find you, get in touch? They want to reach out and talk to you more about your music or hopefully find your schedule as soon as we can get back out in the real world?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The uh, best place to go is uh, jeremyparsonsmusic.com. Uh, I, I update all that myself, and there's links to my Instagram and Facebook, which is all uh, Jeremy Parsons music as well. But, but uh, that's like uh, the perfect place to go. I'll update. on. Uh, it'll have links to where you can go and uh, listen to the record, like Spotify, iTunes, mm-hmm. Apple Music, Deezer, you know, there's so many platforms I don't even know how to know. pronounce these days too so <laughs> right. and, they're, and they're, they're always coming out with new ones so yeah uh, yeah that, but that's a, that's the best place to go though and and if you want to get in touch with me or join a mailing list and I'll actually have new merch uh, by the time uh, y'all go check that too I got a new logo made and I'm I'm really excited about it Very so, cool yeah just awesome. jeremy yeah good.
0: Well, thank you, Jeremy. This has been fun, and uh, I enjoy getting to hear your story and and learn about uh, uh, your songwriting process and all that good stuff. And we certainly wish you well with it.
1: Hey, yeah, Greg, I appreciate uh, you and y'all having me on. This is uh, this has been a real treat. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's always fun to. Uh, it, it's weird to feel just okay with talking about yourself this much but i enjoy talking about the process and hopes that you know someone will hear it and connect with it and maybe we you know we're trying to inspire you know the future here. absolutely Yeah. uh, yeah it's cool i appreciate you giving us all an outlet to express ourselves
0: hey thank you you're welcome and uh have a good day we'll talk to you soon hopefully all right you too my friend thank you